You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big Woo. Yo, what's up? What's happening? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Off Topic Sports. It's your boy, Big Woo. We're getting started a little later than we normally do. It's a big game, in case you didn't know. Big game going on with the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. I was trying to watch that thing. It's close. It's tight. My Cowboys offense is not looking very good. Hopefully, they'll get that turned around in the second half. Uh, and I'll be able to ch- catch the end of it. And we beat them one the game, you know. But we got a couple things that we want to talk about today. Not only the Cowboys, Eagles, but um, want to remind all the guys when they get here of our way too early predictions for the NFL and um, what it looks like, what everybody' uh, predictions were back on July twenty first. <laughs> it was July twenty first. We made the way too early pre- predictions. Uh, as to who is going to win each division in the um, in football. Uh, also, want to talk about the Panthers. Uh, them starting Will Greer for these last two games. I want to get the guys' thoughts on what they thought about Will Greer and his uh, first uh, NFL start. You know, Will Greer is the uh, guy that the Pan- the quarterback that the Panthers picked from West Virginia. Uh, I, they picked him kind of early uh, in the draft. As, so, I mean, I don't know what that means for the future, but I don't think it went well today. We're going to give him the benefit of the doubt, saying it was his first start. He might have been a little nervous, but uh, we'll see what he do uh, uh, next game. Uh, the Panthers got to do something. Uh, Cam is not going to be there forever. Matter of fact, Cam may not even be there next year. Who knows? So, they put Will Greer in to see what he's got. Um, I think Kyle Allen will be better next year. So you roll with Kyle Allen if uh, if Cam doesn't come back. That's what I say. But we'll talk about that. The Dallas Cowboys, some NBA, and anything that you want to talk about out there. So thanks, everybody, listening live on BigWooRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store. And all our iPhone people that searched us out on their podcast app. Um, we appreciate that. If you want to get in. Got something else you want to talk about? 704-489-3316. That's 704-489-3316. And we're also going to give you some updates on uh, fantasy football. How that's going. The Big Wheel Radio League. You got the off-topic league. And uh, I got this cash league that I'm in. Uh, The money. We call it the money league. And uh, so we will uh, do that. All of that. When we come back and when the fellas get here. Uh, but right now, let's shout out our sponsors and supporters, if you don't mind if we do that real quick. Uh, shout out to Wood Forest National Bank. Please go to woodforest.com, Men's Warehouse of Rock Hill, and, uh, South Carolina, and Gastonia, North Carolina. 24K Rides of Rock Hill, South Carolina. Go to 24krides.com. TCB 5400 Club at 5400 Nevin Road, Charlotte, North Carolina. And Warren Publishing. Go to warrenpublishing.net. Clover Parks and Recreations. Winthrop University. Clinton College. Porter Decals. The Hydrocephalus Association of America. Please go to no more brainsurgeries.org. That's no more brainsurgeries.org. Primetime Players Basketball. Connected Group. New Soul Music. Blacktopia Society. 
Spring Hill Credit Solutions, GraceSheepDigital.com, Below the Deck, Enterprise Management, SMG, and All About Us Radio. You're listening to Big Woo Radio, off-topic sports. We'll be right back after this to talk sports with you and give you some scores and updates. All right? Hold tight. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, hey. From our family to yours, we wish you... A Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, and a very, very Happy New Year from Big Blue Radio Family. From ours to yours, Merry Christmas. Hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Blue Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com dot com slash shop slash hats off to you couture officially endorsed by Big Woo Radio Radio Listen to Big Woo Radio I want y'all, I want y'all, to, y'all to, to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back, welcome back. Thank you again for listening. Everybody listening live on BigWoolRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Wool Radio app in your Google Play Store. We appreciate that. All our iPhone people that searched us out on the iPhone podcast app. We also appreciate you. Um, like I said, we're going to talk some Cowboys. The game is in progress right now. Um, the Cowboys are down at the moment. They are down by a score of 10 to six, um, the game is the third quarter. Um, getting towards the middle to the end of the third quarter, I do believe. Uh, so the Cowboys are gonna have to find some offense somehow, some way, somehow, some way. Uh, let's get into fantasy football real quick. Uh, the guys ain't here yet uh, for me to talk junk to them, but I'm sure they will hear. They will know. And I won't be talking junk to them. I got their personal telephone numbers. So, Big Les, Adonis, JB, JT, I got your phone numbers. And, I, you know, I, I win, I'm a winner. That's, that's, that's bottom line. Let's talk about the um, – first, let's talk about the uh, <laughs> uh, ESPN. The ESPN leagues, the Big Bull Radio uh, League that um, – that we have put together that we've been doing for the past well since uh, about four years since uh, Big Wood Radio been in existence so we we started that league four years ago and uh, it's, it's been it's been tough for me uh, some years uh, I think out of the four years I've probably um, I have I haven't this was the first year actually that I won but I've been in the championship game 
um, three out of the four years, I do believe. Now, I would have to go back and check that to make sure, but I'm pretty sure I was in the championship game three out of four years in the Big Wheel Radio League. And this year, I mean, I completely dominated. I mean, absolutely run amok in that league uh, this year. Um, It's not very often you see anybody go 11-1 and one plus bring the championship home. Uh-uh. I dare you to go find um, somebody, a, a bunch of people. I mean, it's not that it hasn't happened. I'm sure people have, have went undefeated. I doubt it. I really would have to see. You have to show me somebody that went undefeated in a fantasy football league. That don't happen. 11-1 and one, um, is rare. It's got to be ra- really rare. I I would dare you to go find somebody that has went 11 and one in a fantasy football league. Now I've seen plenty of, of, of teams or plenty of guys or girls that have went, you know, seven and oh, eight and oh, you know, to start the season, even, a, um, yeah, I may have seen a nine and oh one time, but, you don't. I've never seen anybody in any league that I've played in uh, go undefeated. And I, I've been playing fantasy football for well over 15, 20 years. Uh, and I know, at least 15 years, and I know that no one in our leagues have went undefeated. So that is a serious rarity in fantasy football. But... um. But you know, eleven and one, still rare, but but doable because obviously because I done it, uh, and and won a championship. Now I have seen people go, uh, you know, eight and zero, oh, nine and zero, oh, um, ten and one, eleven and one, nine and two, whatever. You know what I'm saying, and not bring the championship home. In a particular case, like. Uh, this one, the league that I'm in right now, this called we call it the money league, right? As I go and I look in my league, um, as I go and look at the league, the rest of the league, I'm going I'm to give you a rundown. It's uh, 14 teams in the league, right? Um, you had records like, um, like Victoria's Secret. They was on a, they went on a, they won a seven game win streak ended up number one in the league at 10 and three not in a not in a championship game um even uh let's see leathernecks nine and four smoking herb nine and four scheme scheme plot plot eight and five okay those are your you know the top four teams and then you got me in the sixth spot, gangrene in the fifth spot, um, at seven and six, right? Guess who is in the championship game? Me at seven and six for the regular season, and scheme, scheme, plot, plot, eight and five. Regular. Now, scheme, scheme, plot, plot. He started out a good. I know he won at least five or six games in a row, so he had some trouble coming down the stretch, but he made it. Got the four seed, and he made it. To the uh, to the championship with me, 
but you had others like like I said, the victorious secret. Uh seven straight wins in the ten and three. And uh couldn't get it done. So it was even more impressive for me in a, you know just to just to show you how impressive it is for me to be at uh to go eleven and one in the regular season in the Big Wheel Radio League and end up with the trophy at the end. That's called straight domination. I don't care what nobody else say. That's straight dominating. All right, and then for me to be on the other end of it where I just barely, barely made it into the playoffs, the sixth seed. But now, coming down the stretch, how many did I win in a row? Actually, I lost one at the uh, before the thing. I thought I was going to even make it in. Then I won my last game, I believe. And it was it was scary. I almost didn't make it. But look what this look what I've done. Look what I have done. And I even I even um won a game where I played the wrong quarterback. I got two I got uh Dak Prescott and Drew Brees as my quarterbacks, right? So Drew Brees was playing the 49ers one week, and so I decided to uh you know, play Dak cuz I think he was playing uh, a easy squad. And I ended up playing Dak over Drew Brees and Dak had oh, it was the Patriots. I think it was against the Patriots. Anyway, he didn't have a good game. It was a bad game. And Drew Brees just threw like four touchdowns, threw 400 yards or something, and I still won. I still ended up winning that game. It was crazy. But, um, you know, but that's, you know, when you pick the right uh, teams, you pick the right players in your draft, then you know what you're doing. That's like, that's me right there. As we welcome in my man, uh, Donis, Donnie Martin. What's up, brother? Hold on, wait, wait, Donnie, hold on. Go ahead. How you doing, gentlemen? You go. How you doing? There you go. It's just me and you right now, bro. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. I tried to call a second ago. Uh, well, what's okay. up with you? Well, I was just talking about my dominance in the Fantasy Football League and the Big Wood Radio League on ESPN. Um, I mean, you, I mean, Donnie, you can't doubt my dominance here. Man, you must have computer drafted this year. No, 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 not this year. Not this year. I didn't hear no more. I, I, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, that computer draft helped you out mightily. No, I like didn't, you make I didn't use. I didn't use the computer draft. I did my own uh, draft. Uh huh. It sounds good. <laughs> With the uh, anyway. At any rate, I I I I do good in the free agency, man. I I, I do good in free agency. You know. I go up and pick people that, you know, don't nobody know nothing about, you know, and then they turn out to be dope. But I mean, I'm just saying, Donnie, just, just, just on all, on all straight, straight talk right here, straight, straight up 11 and one to go 11 and one in fantasy football and then win the championship at the, at the end. That's, that's quite a, that's quite an accomplishment. That is, I cannot deny you that that's hard to do in any league. So I got to give credit when credit is due. Yeah, eleven and one and a chip is not easy to accomplish in fantasy football. No, no matter how you do it, computer draft, freaking free agency, you know, staying up all night watching 
fantasy football TV shows, however you got it done, that's not easy to do. So I definitely gonna give credit with credit to do all that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, and and this other league, I'm kind of I'm in the Yahoo league, right? And uh, with um, uh, it's a money league, so I made it barely made it into the playoffs by the skin of my chinny chin chin, and uh, as as a six seed. I'm actually in the championship game right now, sitting at seven and six for, for the regular season, uh, and winning. I'm 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 actually going to win the whole league. I hope you're not relying on any of your Cowboys players to get you through. As long as you don't have any of them bums on your roster, you, you got a good shot. <laughs> well, actually, I got Zeke Elliott, but uh, I got Dak Prescott, but I don't have him in. I ha- I went with Drew Brees today. That was a um, nice move. That was a smart play. Which gave me 27. He gave me 27 points. Now, you know, they don't score high like in our ESPN league, but 27 is really good for this Yahoo league. Um, okay. Yeah. Michael Gallup is doing good for me. He got me 11.4 points with uh, 99 receiving yards. Um, hmm. uh, let's see. Golden Tate did well for me today. Got me 10 points. Uh Six six reception, ninety six yards. Zeke Elliott is is really not up to par right now. He's uh he's got got me nine point five points, but you know, and he ain't doing nothing. So I, I'm he good is, with nah, that. He's trying uh, right now. I don't I don't know if it's necessarily on. I don't even know what y'all's problem is right now. But know. you only got six points on the board against the Eagles right now, and with the fourth quarter about to start, so something's going on with the offense. Yep, seventeen to six is the score now. I guess Philly Philly scored on me. So, um, but I don't I don't I don't know, man. I'm so uh, my team is such a fraud, man. They they just like uh, how do you uh, please explain to me since since you're here, Donnie. Let's let's just go ahead and talk football. Let's go talk Cowboys. Let's, there it is. I mean, I'm a, anyway. I'm gonna win this league. I'm gonna get my two hundred dollars, <laughs> you know, and and go off into the sunset. And I mean, I would have won two leagues this year. That's uh, I, that's never happened to me. I never won yeah, both leagues. It's always I, like second or third in one league, and then maybe win one, but two leagues. Come on, man. That's that's bragging rights for the rest of the summer. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I mean, you deserve to talk about. But. Okay, so you've been watching the game. I haven't really been uh I haven't had cuz I had the work late and then I came in and saw a little bit of the the end of the the second half, but what it looked like to me and I, and I think there was something went on with Dak, I mean with Zeke Elliott where there was a, a second and two, a third and one and and uh, just just recently well in this thir- third quarter and they didn't have Zeke Elliott in the game. Can you explain what was going on to the people uh, or to me because I didn't get to see it, but I heard it on in my TV because my TV I can hear my TV in, in the living room a little bit until I started the show and I shut the door. But uh, what happened with the play where Zeke Elliott was should have been in the game and they, you know, could have got a first down easily, but Zeke was on the sideline. Was he hurt or was he just gassed? No, it was just, I think it was just part of the rotation. Zeke had had a couple of carries in a row, and you know how it is. You know they bring in the third down back and blah blah blah. Don't. Back in the day, uh, your, your starter played all three downs, and then when he got a little bit tired, you bought in your sub for a couple of plays. But now everybody got all of these, you know, this guy's in on this package, this guy's in on that package, and you don't get your superstar the amount of carries and touches and, and, and plays that they used to back in the day. So I think it was just one of them regular rotation plays where 
it was just Zeke's turn to be out. He wasn't wasn't in that formation. Mm. And unfortunately if you call Tony Pollard got it punched out by um Fletcher Cox and you know the and the Eagles recovered and then that ended up turning into points for the Eagles. So that cost y'all that big mm. by not having y'all's big money holdout guy that you held out and then paid on the field. I mean, what was the point? That's what you that's what you pay him for is for those type situations. Absolutely. So I mean the thing is, is, it's possible to turn it around, but I, I don't think I don't think the Cowboys are a cold weather team. They, I mean, they just can't perform in cold weather. Uh, they, it's, it's, uh, I did see the highlights, some highlights of the first half. Uh, I've seen a lot of drops. Um, Amari Cooper. Yeah, they, I, y'all have had at least four drops in in this game. Um, that I can recall myself. You know, I haven't watched the whole game myself like you. I just got in late myself. But um, I started it a little ways before halftime. And like you said, I saw two with my own two eyes. Then I watched that package you've seen as well with four separate drops. And you got two stats working against y'all right now. So far this season, y'all are 0-7 when trailing at halftime. And y'all are trailing at halftime. And you nobody in the last, I think it was, 16 years, I do believe, has won the NFC East back-to-back. And, of course, y'all have won it last year. So those two things are working against the Cowboys now. If you're one of those jinx guys or believe in fate or whatever the case, I feel like each game is an all-individual thing. I'm not too big on trends, but in in all actuality, you can't ignore them. So, yeah, so good luck. You're down 17-6 at the moment. Um, fourth quarter just starting. Still plenty of time in this football game to make a comeback. But um, the way y'all have been playing so far, is you, you're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, you, for, you play. thanks for the vote of confidence. It's highly possible. It only takes a player to, you know, to change this game around and then you're up for, you know, before you know it. So still plenty of football to be played. Yep, and I'm a um I'm a hope that we do the right thing and uh win. Uh it'll make the world a whole lot better, it'll make the playoffs more fun. Uh let's talk about well let's go let's go to your Jets and then we'll come around to the Panthers uh in a little while. But let's let's talk about your Jets and a, a big win against the Pittsburgh Steelers, even though uh, Pittsburgh went through like three quarterbacks, I guess. I don't know what the hell happened, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I I I was I was dropping in on that one, you know, got to stop by the house for a moment and take a look at it. And other than that, I was listening to a little bit of it on the radio and they were keeping me informed. But um, it's just a case of my Jets being my Jets. Like, I, we have the talent to compete with anybody um, week in and week out. But I don't know if it's the top of the organization, the co- the middle of the organization and the coaching staff, or if it's just the players on the field. But for some reason, every year, year in and year out, we win impressive games and then we lose games that we should absolutely have no business losing. Yeah. Uh, so we just can't find a consistent winner as a football team, no matter who the coach is. I mean, you can bring in Eric Mangini, Rex Ryan, um, Ty Bowles, um, uh, Adam Gates, it doesn't matter. Whoever it is, um, something in our players just does what we do. We have up and downs. We have the talent to go out there and compete with anybody week to week. And in one year we may win the division. Well, I wouldn't say win a division with New England, but compete for the division. And then the next year we can, we go 5-11. and 11. So 
case of my Jets being my Jets, I think even if Big Ben would have played today, we would have won that game. Because that's the type of thing we do, get down to when we we're four and nine and then we were going to make the no. playoff and then we win good games. Yeah. As we welcome in my man, Big Les. Come on in, Big Les. How you doing, brother? What's happening? What's happening? Before y'all, before y'all even get started, Donnie, don't even stretch that. You know if Ben would have played, y'all wouldn't have won. Y'all only scored 16 points. The defense is playing. We don't have no offense. So you 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 can kill that right there, man. I, I know you're happy. Y'all got to win over the skill. I, I, and I know you <laughs> way out there, but let's bring it back a little bit. You know we had a quarterback. You, that. you just came in at the end. It ain't my fault y'all lost. I already just said that's what my Jets do. We win <laughs> games like that. It don't matter who y'all would have had out there, including Big Ben. We would have probably beat y'all. That's what we do. But we were out of the playoffs. You know what I mean? That's what we do. We spoil y'all's chances. But we don't have our – so uh, I'm going to let you have it because I'm not a, I'm not a, like, a, like I'm a realist we lost, but I do believe Ben would have made a difference. But congratulations. I'm going to give you that. But, you know, me, I want to talk about something else that big we don't want to talk about right now. <laughs> you, he already know. He already know. I ain't even got to go there. He going to talk about it. So, Look, anyway, this, what's up, fellas? This one I'm going to talk about right now, Big Les, is that I see you, you happy. You got the lead. I get it. Uh, for for those that don't know, that we've been all year, we've been um, placing bets uh, against each other about uh, who was going to win, what you know, what game, whatever. And so, right now, I think Les is, is might be up. Well, right now, I think you're up like one. Uh, win over me. Um, about to be two. Well, it ain't over yet. It's a long way to go. But, uh, you know, I think one of these other games is going to make it up for me, I hope. I don't know. But uh, uh, it, it, it's only going to last for a little while. It's only going to be for a little while, Big Lee. I'm going to have to start preaching. On it. It's only going to be for just a little while. Don't you get too happy. Well, it's, only one, it's only one week left. Yeah, that's all we need. That's all we need. Just yeah, like, from week to week. I think you did have yes, to lead sir. once before. So No, uh, I never had to lead. I tied you, but I never had to lead. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've led you led from start to finish. But you know, way back in like week four or five, back when you were doing the um the, the tallies, uh, there was one off. So I'm I'm still got that in my pocket too. Now, that's something y'all would probably forgot about, don't know nothing about. But when I, because I'm keeping score of mine too. I'm keeping up with my my thing too. So, uh, uh, my wins and my losses. So you best believe uh, there may be a discrepancy around week three or four. So I might still be up one on you, Big Les. But we'll we'll see about the at the end of it all. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. At the retally, re- re- uh, but. Uh, Anyway, Big Les, uh, we were talking about, um, before you came on, we st- of course, we were talking about the Jets. But before that, we were even talking about the Cowboys in the game and what was going on with, with all that. But I want to switch over, switch gears and go to these Panthers real quick because they decided to put Will Greer in the game, the uh, the, 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 the quarterback drafted from West Virginia Mountaineers. Uh and I saw Will Greer in practice this this uh, in, in training camp, and I went down to uh, South Carolina to watch the, the 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 Panthers practice. And when Will Greer got in at quarterback, he just looked tiny, real small. And I and I I wanted to see if you guys noticed that. Did you get the chance to watch the Panthers today, um, 
Big Les? No, I did not. I did not get to see that guy. Okay. Well, well, Will Greer looks really small. And, and so my, my question is, do you think um, that Will Greer could possibly – I mean, could they think possibly Will Greer could be the guy? Is that why they got him so early in in the draft, uh, or was this a mistake draft? I mean, mistake draft by the by the Panthers long term. Well, I mean, once again, you know me. I'm I'm the type of guy where you have to give people time. You know, it's very very few people coming to the pros and make impact immediately. Man. You know, so, um, you know, so we a lot of things we have to wait and see. Just like everybody thought Baker Mayfield was going to come in and the Browns were going to do this, that, and the other. And so, but, you know, like everything else, it takes time. And guys need time to mature. Some guys mature later than others. And right. so, um, you know, I think I think it's too early to tell. I think we just need to wait and see and, and then go from there. Okay. Okay. Uh, Donnie, did you get a chance to watch the Panthers today? No, I did not. I actually um, only got to start see like a minute or two of the actual game. But the play, I did, the, the one or two possessions I did see, he took a horrible sack where nobody blocked the defensive lineman at all. So oh, wow. he just got clobbered. And like you said, he looks a little small out there. He's actually older than Kyle Allen, even though he came out, you know, a year later. Yeah. So I think he's 25, 24 or 25, if I'm not mistaken. So he's old enough. Um, I do believe he has the arm and definitely, you know, the um, the accuracy on the deep ball to play in the NFL. But he's going to have to tighten up his short term, uh, shorter throws and um, find something other than the outlet. Fifteen of his completions today came to Christian McCaffrey, which that's typical of a young quarterback um, utilizing sure. that check down because he's not able to progress and do all of his reads yet. But once he gets that and gets more comfortable being out there on the field, I think these first two games can't do anything but help him. No matter how horrible he plays, you get used to the speed of the NFL game and seeing different blitz packages and all the other stuff in yeah. live game action. So I think that it'll help him. You know, they, they only drafted him in the third round, so you don't have that much invested in him just in case he doesn't work out long term. But as of right now, you keep him on the roster for the next couple of years because he could blossom into something. Well, I know what I saw today in the game is exactly what I saw uh, when I went to their practice this in a, a spring training. Um, when Will came in, just about all the passes went <laughs> went to um, Christian McCaffrey. But that's not the, that's that that was the same thing I saw with Cam. I mean, it was like you could tell right right out the gate that this was going to be their game plan was to get the ball to Christian McCaffrey as many times as they possibly could. And I seen that from practice until the game, even when Kyle Allen came in and was doing, you know, it was like Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. And that's why he has the uh, record for most receptions by uh, uh, running back in a season, um, which is – just incredible, but what is that going to do long term? Big less to Christian McCaffrey, and is that going is that going to shorten his career? Um, are the Panthers going to run him in the ground way too early, and, and then where they go from there? You know, have no franchise running back, you ain't got no franchise quarterback. That's that's just seems like disaster waiting to happen. What do you think, Big Les? Um, I I think that 
Yeah, you're right. Like if you if you're gonna the way they're using Cass McCaffrey, they're definitely gonna run him in the ground. But they don't have anything else. Like they don't, you know, Cam Newton is not a hundred percent, so he can't do the passing and the running that he that he's been you know, doing prior to that. And so he is the only thing that they really have. And I think next year, you know, they need to probably see if they can get another back to come in and and, and lighten the load up, but they need so much. So they're not going to go after probably another back because they need something else more than that back, mm. you know? So it's, it's kind of hard. It's almost like, you know, um, if they were winning and they had the pieces and they was running McCaffrey a lot, but they were winning, then they'd be like, okay, well, next year, our first priority, you know, we're going to take care of this on the defense, but we're going to try to find us a running back that can, that can help. But mm. that's not probably what they need. And so yeah, it's gonna be a little difficult for them to uh, for him to stay healthy. I, I don't, yeah. you know, if they don't change something soon, he's not gonna be healthy long. Yeah, Donnie, I don't even know who the backup to to Christian McCaffrey is because I don't think Christian McCaffrey comes out of the game. But uh, for for future, uh, I mean, yeah, you could probably get a. Uh, a back in the you know fifth sixth round of the draft and may turn out, but the Panthers need some luck here um, because they got everybody kind of going downhill. I mean, Luke Kuechly is still a beast. Don't get me wrong, but you know he had a pretty um, healthy season this year um, as far as especially as far as concussions go because he. He did have a couple concussions a couple years ago, and it's like, you know, he can't take too many more of these concussions or that's going to end his career. So we got to be thinking about Luke Keekley not being there in, in three, two, three years. Uh, you got to you gotta think about that. You know, Greg Olson ain't going to be, you know, he might got a good another year left in him. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, yeah, he's young, but the way they work in him um, – he may not be around for the next five years. Uh, running backs don't get that kind of uh, longevity. Um, so I'm asking you, Donnie, what uh, the Panthers, what do they need to do um, to make sure that they're going to keep getting better and not be the team or that, that franchise where, you know, you have a, a couple, a couple good years or, you know, you remember before Cam got there, it was like you, they were good one year, terrible the next year. Good, terrible the next two years <laughs> and then have a good year and then terrible. Then, you know, so uh, what do they need to do with this organization to keep that from happening? Even in the absence of cam, if cam is not there next year or, the, or f- going, going forward, uh, you don't have a cam is Kyle Allen going to be, uh, you think Kyle Allen can be the guy that's the, that, that they can, uh, you know, hang their hat on uh, for for long term. Donnie. I think I kind of got confused. What's the question? Uh, is it Kyle Allen right now, or, or are we talking about the future of the Panthers? The future of the Panthers. I mean, I, w- I was just saying this. Can Kyle Allen be the, you know, the, the guy that they can hang their hat on going forward? or would, Or is there something else they need to do? I mean that's that that's where you earn your money at as a general manager of a football team. So with that being said, they bought back Marty Herney for a reason. I don't know why, but he's going to have to figure it out. Um, because you, like you said, you got to ensure the long term success of the team, and some tough decisions have got to be made. I think the only piece right now 
that is, that cannot be moved is Christian McCaffrey. Like you alluded to, you know, they're running him pretty heavy. So um, that could wear him out. But he's a tough, you know, tough young back, young guy, and getting him those screen passes and out on the edge where he's only getting tackled by one guy, usually a cornerback or a safety, as opposed to running him up the middle as much, you know, getting tackled by D linemen and linebackers. That helps. So um, Christian McCaffrey is the one untouchable piece. I would have prior to this season said Cam Newton in that bunch as well, but with the consistent injuries and um, his contract running out, is yet to be seen if he's the long-term answer here in Carolina. But with that being said, I definitely feel like the Panthers need to bring him back next year. There's no harm in playing him the final year of his deal to just evaluate whether or not do you truly want to get rid of Cam Newton because that's been some talk around here in Carolina. Is it, is he done? Is he out of here? And when you're going to get him next year for $19 million, I feel like you need to um, you definitely take advantage of that because he can still win you some ball games. And at the same time, you evaluate, is he long-term? But you definitely got to figure out some pieces. Um, take an example from New England Patriots. As much as we love guys like Luke Keekley and things like that, you may have to cut him or trade him or get mm. him out of town while mm. he's still valuable. And that things like that is what ensures the long-term future. You know, I, I use the Patriots as a, an example of that. But they, Bill Belichick is, is known for it. He, he'd rather get rid of a guy a year too early than a year too late. Because a year too late, you know, the guy has no value to you anymore. And therefore, you can't get those draft picks that, that build a team long-term. You don't get good quality players back from those guys in trade. So sometimes you, you, you mess up. Sometimes a guy still has a lot more left in the tank than you realize, and you let him go. But those are the tough decisions that you have to make as a general manager to ensure the long-term success of your team. So um, the Panthers are definitely going to have to hit on some draft picks because I can't think of anybody over since Cam Newton in the draft or other than Luke Keekley that we really hit on. Um, we ended up with a couple of nice guys over the run, Shaq Thompson, um, you know, a couple of guys you could sprinkle in here and there. But other than Christian McCaffrey, Cam Newton, and Luke, we haven't hit in the lottery. We need to make yeah. some of those third and fourth round draft picks count, and we actually utilize those guys in the next several, you know, the years to come. So yeah. Panthers have a lot that needs to be done. I think they have enough talent right now that if they bought back this exact same football team, they could easily fix their record from 5-11 and 11 this year to 11-5 and five next year with just Cam Newton at the quarterback in the same exact team. Yeah. So, do we gonna, I think next year is going to determine a lot as far as where Carolina goes long term, but I do believe we, get, we, we bring Cam Newton back next year, give him that last year to show us something and, um, and, to ma- and start making decisions from there. Yeah. Because if you're going to get rid of Cam, Cam Newton, I definitely don't think Kyle Allen – and or at the moment, Will Greer are the long-term solutions. So, therefore, that means you're in the rebuild stage if you get rid of Cam Newton and don't bring back a quality, you know, starting quarterback. And if that's the case, then, yeah, Luke, everybody else is, is on the table at that point. You start trying to collect draft picks and, and future talent. There you go. Everybody should be on the block. Everybody is on the block, yeah. so to speak. Uh, and I think that's that's the right way to go because even if – I mean, Donnie, if you think about it, even if you have Cam for next year, I don't – you know, and you, you try to see what he's got. I mean, how much more – 
do you re- you can't re-sign him, right? You you can't like you know re-sign him to another contract unless unless he you know feels good, wants to stay, and and he and he's and he healthy. Style, then yes, you definitely consider paying him. Right. If he even makes a, a phenomenal playoff run where he's a a major contributor to it, yeah. then yes, you definitely figure out signing him. But what you don't do is overpay and lock in for a guy who could be injured for you the following season. Right. You, de- you definitely can't put him up in that $35, $40 million a year range. Right. You franchise him or, I mean, you franchise tag him or what? If you have to, you franchise Cam Newton for the next year or two if you have to. That doesn't sit well with a lot of players. They don't like being under a franchise tag. But, again, yeah. those are the tough decisions you have to make as a GM to protect the long-term future of your team. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so we're going to take a, a quick break. Well, actually, I'm going to update you on some scores, and then uh, we're going to come back and we'll talk some uh, NBA with uh, Donnie. And uh, actually, before we do that, we're going to give our um, – <laughs> we're going to look at our predictions that we made back in July 21st uh, about who's going to win what division and see where everybody looks. So we're going to do that on the other side of the um of the scores all right all right all right uh so earlier today there were some games that went on Houston and Tampa Bay Houston won 23 to 20 New England oh this was Saturday I'm sorry New England 24-17 over Buffalo. Uh, San Francisco 34-31 over the Rams. Uh, Atlanta played Jacksonville, uh, beat Jacksonville 24-12. Baltimore over Cleveland 31-15. New Orleans over Tennessee 38-28. Indianapolis cruising past Carolina 38-6. Miami over Cincinnati, a battle of the losers, I guess. 38-35, Miami takes Cincinnati. The Jets over Pittsburgh, 16-10. The Giants over Washington, 41-35. Denver over Detroit, 27-17. And Oakland over the L.A. Chargers, 24-17. All my picks just went crazy, man. It just went crazy today. Uh, Right now, the Cowboys are losing to Philadelphia, 17-6. That game has got a little less than eight minutes left in the fourth. Uh, Arizona might be like more six minutes, five or six minutes. Uh, Arizona is leading Seattle 20 to 10. And then you got the late games, Kansas City and Chicago at 820. And then Monday, you got a good game with Green Bay and Minnesota. Man, Seattle, what is going on with Seattle? Uh, losing to Arizona. What the world? Today has just been crazy today in football. Um, so Big Les might be leading by way more than I thought. Uh, in this thing, man, whatever it happens. I, I took some risks. I took some risks this, uh, this week. Uh, probably not a good time to take risk, but we also took risk on July 21st. Uh, and we made some predictions. And uh, I mean, if you think about it, some of them, uh, were kind of easy and some were kind of hard. But, uh, as it stands right now, as far as the AFC East. Everybody picked the Pats to win. I mean, that was a no-brainer. Although it was tougher for them this year, got to say that it was tougher for them. So that was in the AFC East, AFC North. Mm. 
Donnie picked the Browns. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! Oh wait! No, it gets worse. It gets worse. Uh, JT and Big Les picked the Steelers, um, <laughs> and and it still gets worse because <laughs> I picked the Bengals. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> hey, who? Yeah. People in Cincinnati don't pick the Bengals, brother. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even know what I was thinking, man, for real. Yeah, yeah, but, I, I live here. I can tell you, brother. People in Cincinnati don't pick <laughs> and, and nobody picked Baltimore to win that thing. Nobody. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right, so we got uh, the AFC South. Uh, Donnie picked the Texans, and then mm-hmm. JT, myself, and Big Les uh, picked the Colts. And the Texans, uh, they got it. They clinched, didn't they? Did they clinch yet? Yeah, they clinched. Yeah, yep, they beat uh-huh. Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Oh, well, so, you know what? They played Tennessee again the last game of the season, but they got the tiebreaker on that. Oh. So if either one of them lose, like if Tennessee loses this week, it's over, over. Okay. And I, I can't. Remember, I think they won. Uh, matter of fact, I'm looking seeing the scroll by now. So Tennessee won, but um, yeah, um, Houston got the tiebreaker. Even if they, I think they, I think Houston may have clinched because even if they lose, they still got the tiebreaker over Tennessee. If yeah, Houston won so. today, then they got the tiebreaker. Houston uh, beat Tampa Bay on um, they Saturday. They won Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they clinched. They clinched on Saturday. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And Tennessee lost to uh, New Orleans today. Anyway. The Saints. Oh yeah, it's over. Yep. 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 All right. So, um, AFC West. Uh, we got Donnie and JT picked the Chiefs, and me and Les picked the Chargers. So, womp 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 for me and Les. And uh, I think the Chiefs got it. Yeah, the Chiefs the one clinched that division. I know. Yep. All right, and I'm so. No division winners so far. And then um, um, NFC East. Uh, Big Les picked the Cowboys, and me and JT picked the Cowboys, of course. And Donnie, um, picked, Donnie picked Philly. Ah, what? and as long as Philly wins, oh, strip sack by the Cowboys. Oh, West Cup recovered it. Uh. Oh, dang. Almost a strip sack by the Cowboys. Oh, man. And the yeah, NFC yeah. North. Yeah. NFC North. Donnie picked the Packers, and then everybody, JT Les and. And myself, we picked the Bears. Dang. Whoa. Disappointing. <laughs> hey, what, what what league was y'all watching last year? I don't know, man. <laughs> For real. Uh, all right, so NFC South. Uh, let's pick the Saints. And we'll meet Les, Donnie, and myself. We picked the Saints, and JT picked the Panthers. Come on, JT. <laughs> I was I wasn't gonna pick the Panthers even with Cam. <laughs> you always pick the Falcons. Yep. I remember that. My goodness. All right, in the NFC West, we got um Donnie picked the Rams. Uh Big Les oh. picked the Rams. JT picked the 49ers, and I picked the Seahawks. And they look like they might let me down. Nah, Seahawks beat um, San Francisco the other day, so um, they got the tiebreaker. Yeah, but they losing now. They, yeah, but Seattle losing yeah, to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Lose now, but 
you know, as um, long as they finish with a better, you know, same record in San Fran, they got the tiebreaker on them. Well, don't they, they Seahawks and 49ers play next week. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, yeah. They play next week. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, you're right. Yep, so there's that, man. There's that. All right, so let's get into some NBA and then let's get the hell out of here so I can go finish watching my Cowboys lose. Um, all right, Donnie, give us give us some update. You've been following the NBA. That's why I wanted to talk about it because you was here and I know you're somewhat of an expert. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, um, a little something, something. Of course, as we all know, the NBA season doesn't really get kicked off until Christmas Day. So um, that's when most people catch up. Football mm-hmm. slows down. Um and NBA picks up. So we do got some NBA Christmas good games coming up this week. Or, you know, on Christmas Day, we got the Celtics and the Raptors. The Celtics have been balling out pretty good this year, 19-7, and actually playing better um, this year than they had, were last year with Kyrie Irving. So um, Jason Tatum's playing better. Kimball Walker's been balling. Um, Gordon Haywood. So the Celtics are, are playing a, uh, as a, a good team. They're number two in the East. And the Raptors are actually ahead of their same pace that they were last year with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is probably top three, top five player in the NBA. They lose him, get nothing back in return, and are still in the East competing, wow. you know, for the third seed. So, yeah, Toronto, and uh, that's a big matchup between Toronto and the Celtics. Then the Bucks, who are, you know, 26-4 and four leading the East, they, gotta, they go up against the 76ers at 2.30 on, on Christmas Day. So that's going to be a big matchup. And B versus, um, yeah, Anthony DeCunfo, who's averaging over 30 again this year. So another big matchup. Then you got the Warriors and the Rockets. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the Warriors are depleted, not looking too good this year. For the, definitely ain't even going to make the playoffs because they're the last seed. <laughs> so I think they won like five or six games this year. So, mm. yeah, not looking too good for them. But uh, we get to see James Harden in action, who's averaging damn near 40 points a game this year. I personally would not like to play with James Harden because all he does is shoot the rock. But <laughs> the man can shoot the rock, you know. So um, sure he go, he go, he go, he's going to get his numbers night in and night out. And it wouldn't surprise me if he finished this season averaging forty points a game, which would be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And so and then we also got the best game of the night, in my opinion, the Clippers versus the Lakers. You know, battle for the Western Conference. Lakers is sitting at number one in the Western Conference. The Clippers at number two. Um, Clippers got the Lakers earlier this year in game one of the season. So, you know, it'll be a revenge game for the Lakers. That's a big matchup Christmas Day. And also the Pelicans versus the Nuggets. So, um, unfortunately, we don't get to see um, – what's the young rookie's name? Um, Zion Williamson. That would make right. the matchup a whole lot better. But um, Brandon Ingram has been balling. So um, with or without Zion, I thought the Pelicans had a nice little team. And, you know, unfortunately their record doesn't reflect that. Yeah, I think they're like 7-23 right now. But they do still have a nice young core. And you add a Zion Williamson to that team and let those guys mature around each other, and the Pelicans are going to be a force in the next couple of years. So, you know, early start to the NBA season, a um, couple guys balling out of control, including Luka Doncic. Nah, I can't even say the boy's name right. but yeah, right. Luka Doncic. Yeah, averaging a triple-double with 30 points a game to go with it. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. And speaking of that, the NBA as a whole has picked up its pace because all the games are consistently 115 to 120 
Like, mm-hmm. there's no more 87 to 88 games in the NBA anymore. Everybody's out there dropping buckets. Nobody's playing any defense. So, <laughs> look for guys that to get after the next couple of I seasons. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah, everybody's averaging 30 now. You know what I mean? Like, back in the day when – I'm talking when it was Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan, and them guys averaging over 30, you worked your tail off for that mm-hmm. 30 points a game. And you were a superstar if you got it. Now everybody got the green light, and they just shooting threes. And, you know, some nights I'm hot, other night I ain't, but I'm going to get my 30. You know what I mean? It's just a ridiculous way to play basketball now. But that's the current state of the NBA we are in. So look for guys' numbers to get astronomical in the next couple of years. So let me let me ask you guys this. We're going to do another way too early prediction, um, and it's just going to be for MVP. And um, uh, who's going to meet up in the uh, NBA Finals. All right, so we uh, got the MVP. Who? Who? Let me see. MVP. Let me write this down. Uh, Donnie, less me. Uh, NBA Finals. What teams are going to be in the NBA Finals? Donnie, less. All right. And this is uh, on December twenty second. All right, so go ahead, uh, Donnie. Who's your who's your um, uh, MVP? Who's going to who's going to hoist that MVP trophy at the end of the season? Man, I can't narrow it down yet. You're gonna have to give me another. Let's go. We can still do it way too early, another month from now. But right okay. now, I'm gonna give you a top four: um, Luka Doncic. Depending on where the Mavs' record is, because right now they're sitting at the fifth seed. In the Western Conference, if he leads them to, you know, a home court advantage in the playoffs and he's averaging a triple-double throughout, he's definitely in the conversation. Because other than Porzingis, I can't name you anybody else on the Mavericks team. So he's definitely carrying the load all of himself. Um, Public enemy number one, a.k.a. usual suspect number one, LeBron James. He's already playing at an MVP level and, in my opinion, absolutely deserves to be the MVP playing the point guard for the Lakers leading the league in assists, still finding a way to drop 20-plus buckets a game. And, oh, even on a team with Dwight Howard, uh, Anthony Davis, and JaVale McGee, I could still go out there and get eight rebounds a game. Like, come on now. (laughs) So um, MVP, in my opinion, to me, is LeBron James right now. But um, also, Antetokounmpo, you can't leave him out, or Kawhi Leonard and James Harden. So that's the top five at the moment. Uh, give me another month or so, and I'll dwindle that list down for you. But play uh, NBA um, Finals predictions, I think I'm going to have to go with Milwaukee versus the Lakers right now. Way too early prediction, but um, I think Philly, if not Boston, have a chance to take down Milwaukee. Um, Toronto, I, as much as good as they're playing, I don't think they ultimately have a chance you know, to compete in the playoff series against none of these teams. But I'm, I'm going with Milwaukee. And like I said, I, I don't think Kawhi and them have enough for LeBron and Anthony Davis. So give me the Lakers. All right. Uh, Big Les, who you got for the MVP and who you got for the NBA Finals? Um, like I said, it's, it's early. Yeah. But if I had to go, I had to go with um, probably my man in Milwaukee. I can't never say his name. Giannis. Um, yeah, Giannis. Um and probably like LeBron James said for everything that Donnie said, um, I really probably wouldn't include um, 
Harding, and it was somebody else he mentioned um, in his top five. Who's the other guy? I can't think of who he was. Uh, um, Luca. Luca Dante. No, Lucas. I, I I roll with him, but it was another guy he mentioned. Oh, oh, and Kawhi. And the only reason I say Kawhi because he's sitting. He's been sitting out games. You know, he hasn't really been been playing, and he's been taking off. Now maybe in the second stretch of the season he'll he'll play more, which I'm sure he will. And then you know those things could could come up. But I really like what Donnie said about LeBron and and why you know he definitely could win it. But also when you look at Giannis, who's he playing with? What superstars is he playing with? You know, he basically did it. Nobody. And he basically doing it like through, like they built the team through the draft. He's on that team and he is being a superstar. Yeah. And so. And they win it. If you, if you look, yeah, and they win it. They're nine and one in their last 10 games. So if you really look at it, hey, you know, that's that's what you have to go by. It's hard not to give it to him, man. Uh, I think Giannis. Uh, I'm going Giannis all the way back to back MVPs. So that's that's what I'm going on. Oh, Big Les was your, your NBA finalist. Yep. Oh man, um, I want to say Milwaukee, but something about Milwaukee where I don't know what kind of experience they got, and depending yeah. on how high Toronto gets, they got experience. Yeah. You know, they've been there before. And so sometimes, like, especially in the NBA, you kind of got to pay your dues. Like, very rarely does a team just come out the blue and win the NBA championship. They kind of get there, get knocked down, make a few adjustments, and then they, they make it. But, yeah. you know, like Donnie said, this is a new era of the NBA. They don't play much defense. And um, <laughs> so, I mean, anything can happen. But I guess I would have to – I'm going to say I wouldn't be surprised if Toronto repeated to make it back. Um, but I'll go with Milwaukee and um, probably have to take the Lakers or the Clippers right now. But if I have to pick, I have to go with the Lakers just be, just because of the LBJ factor. Yep. All right, so for my MVP, I'm going with Giannis. I'm not even putting anybody. That boy is a B-East with a capital mm-hmm. B-East. Um, so I'm going with Giannis. Um, I, I mean, if I had – say if something happens and Giannis – uh, has an injury and he can't, you know, play or whatever, and uh, that that takes him out of running. I'm going with uh, uh, right now. I'm going with LBJ to be my backup. Um, yeah. All right. So and then um, for my NBA Finals, I'm going with my Sixers versus the Lakers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, baby. Both my teams in the finals. That's what I'm talking about. Um. So that's it That's our way too early predictions Um, And we'll revisit this sometime I guess in June or something July Somewhere around there But uh, that's it man That's that's it I'm gonna go fi- finish watching my Cowboys Take this L And uh, Oh it's over yeah, It's over <laughs> Y'all just it's missed over. the uh, Um it is a completion of gallop in the corner of the end zone. It was defended away. Um, seventeen to nine, minute fifteen left. Eagles got the ball, took over on down. Oh, it's a wrap. You might well not even go back and watch it. If you got something else to do, do it. Yeah, I guess I go drop a yeah, deuce. Drop the kids off at the go pool. Go <laughs> a corner to go lick some wounds in. Man, we still, you, I mean, you better turn your other. You better turn your. You better turn your other phone on because you know they're gonna have the Dallas. 
suicide hotline open. You know you one of the one of the positions. So let me Come let me ask ledge, you this: Johnny. Is the, the uh, is is that so? Are we done, or do we still got a chance? I think no, we, y'all still have a chance. Y'all, y'all have got a um, Philly got to lose. I right? y'all, y'all beat the Eagles the first time. Yeah. So um, the Eagles got to win next week. If yeah, Eagles have to win next week. If Eagles yeah. win this week, I think uh, I think even if we Eagles win next week, y'all still win the division. I think no, y'all have to. They win. just they just said it. They just said it. Oh, they said oh. if the Eagles win next week. If the Eagles win next week, then yeah, they they win the division. Huh. Because you got to look at if the, the, Giants, if the right? Cowboys lose today, they go to eight. They go to seven and eight, and the, and the Eagles go eight and seven. So if they win next week, they'll be nine and seven, and Dallas can't catch them. Yeah, yeah, you are correct. Yeah, they can't catch them. But Danny, did you see? Did you see Jerry Jones' reaction when he when he when he when he walked off? I didn't even see it. <laughs> oh man, it, it was it was classic. It was classic. <laughs> you by yourself today, Wu. <laughs> all alone, all by myself. But you know what? I ain't worried about it. Who the Eagles play? They'll they'll blow it. They they play the they Giants. Play the Giants. Giants gonna play spoiler. Giants playing spoiler. We got the Redskins. Let's go Giants. That's all I'm going to say about that. Let's go Giants. 17-9. All right, anyway, uh, thanks everybody for listening, uh, tuned in, hanging out with us and all that good stuff, whatever. Uh, To all the Dallas Cowboy haters, whatever. Whatever, man. (laughs) Who cares? Nobody care. I'm going to leave y'all with this uh, for the last. Y'all was out of it in week three. But y'all strung it alone and, and, and gave all your fans hope just long enough to be disappointed later. And I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be loving it. I do. You did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about Jim Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah! The only thing I'm disappointed with the Dallas Cowboys is that because of probably this year's performance, that Dak is not going to get his money like he probably would have got early and I just hate that for him but well, other than that it ain't his fault it ain't his nah, fault nah man I know I blame his boy I think Zeke jumped the gun and messed up Dak's payday like Zeke Zeke did wrong for that now from a personal level you know that that hey, you gotta be cut in this world I guess to make sure you get yours but I'm just not that type of person man Zeke jumped the gun insisted on getting paid. They knew they couldn't do nothing without Zeke, so they had to have him and had to pay him. And that threw off Dak's money. Now, I definitely feel mm. like Dallas was overpaid. If they gave that man $40 million a year, that would have been stupid to me. When he turned down to 35, I thought that was dumb on Dak's behalf. But mm. $32 right. million, you know, signs that Dak, I would have locked that up. But once Zeke jumped the gun, man, that messed up Dak's money. Well, either way it go, we need a new coach, and that's that's more important than anybody getting their money. We need a new coach. They done scored again. Oh, man, you must be a second or two ahead of me because right now the Eagles are about to snap. Oh, no, he, 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 he fell. He fell. He didn't go into the – he took mercy on the Cowboys. He didn't, he didn't take oh, it to the house. Talking about – oh, man, he laid it. Oh, man, I would have got anyway, my numbers right. thanks for joining me, guys. <laughs> that was great to have you out here. Goodbye.
So on behalf of my man, James J.T. Thompson, Adonis Donnie Martin, J.B. Mr. 299, Nima L, the poetic goddess, Nayana Renee, Big Les, Lil Bucky, Kendra D, Spacio Bigger. But even when I put the proof in the pudding, I still got the force feed them. Performing the Hamlet maneuver on they say it's once